and welcome along to Property Development Live. My name is Paul Merrick. With me today is Martin Davis and Margaret Ann Merrick. And today we are going to revisit an interview we did some time ago, back in February, before lockdown, with John, one of the developers on Property Development Live. We'll discuss with John his experience in property, his experience of Property Development Live, and how he's finding building a brand new house. I'm also going to discuss with Martin and with Margaret Ann how interesting it has been working with John. So please join us here on Property Development Live for an in-depth interview with one of the developers. Martin. You use the word interesting about John, and that's absolutely right. He is a very interesting person. So I met John probably around about sort of seven or eight months ago and uh, rapidly found that whilst we both have an ex-corporate background, his is much more exotic than mine because he was working in the oil industry, working abroad for about 10 years in far-flung parts of the world. Very interesting. So I can understand how he sort of saved a chunk of money um, and coming into property about five years ago. So he's introverted. He's a quiet person very bright, very self-effacing. So I stayed with him uh, for a night in Edinburgh in his house and saw what he'd actually done. He'd, he'd taken a bungalow, a little 50-square-metre bungalow, and increased it to adding another 100 square metres by putting on this huge basement stuck out of the back and clearly a very challenging project, adding this very large basement conversion, done jolly well. So he's not afraid to embrace quite a complex project. So it's interesting how, having gone through his renovations and the last one very challenging, he clearly got to the crossroads and he's looking for his next step forward which is why he's onto this particular new build project. So what do I like about John? Well, he clearly is looking to learn how to do this stuff properly. And I think that the fascinating thing is that he's realised that actually it's this property stuff is not a, just about property. It's probably more about people and how you interact with people. And I think he's actually sort of found that quite hard to get his, get his mind around that. He's beginning to. So he sort of sees, and I think this comes out in the interview, he's actually seeing that improving his personal development is become a much bigger project to him than just doing the property itself. One of the interesting aspects of John's personality is that he was obviously successful in his own field. He moved into property, he did a few projects, he recognised his transferable skills, but he also very quickly realised that he had gaps in his knowledge. And unlike some people who move into property and think they don't need to learn from others, they don't need to put in the time to read books or to attend courses or to study, who think that they'll just wing it, um, John actually identified that he needed a supportive group of peers who were as professional as him and that he needed to identify people he could learn from. And so he did that. And he set about trying to learn the skills that he didn't have 
both personal development and professional development. And he started building up the gaps in his knowledge that he'd identified. And both of those are quite rare traits, the combination of focusing on personal development and professional development, and the ability to say, I don't know about this, but I'm going to put in the time and effort to learn about it. And I think that gives John a very firm foundation for moving forward in the property industry because he's put in the time and effort and he's taking it seriously and he is risk assessing what he needs to do to be successful. And they're quite rare traits and they're very admirable traits. You know, in the corporate world that John came from, it's standard that you would be committed to continual personal development and John has carried that over into working with Property Development Live and like many people who've worked overseas you know John's very good at assessing risk and about putting structures in place quickly for maximum impact and that's what he's done with his approach to property and with his approach to working with Property Development Live. What I find interesting about John and, and why I believe John will be a success in anything he does, whether it was when he was working in the corporate world or whether it's now that he's chose to work in the world of development, is that John is is realistic about what he has to learn and how the characteristics that have to change in him. What I quite often find with people when you're working with them is they use this phrase, this is just who I am. And the problem with that phrase is that if you are just who you are, you will get just what you've got. If you're not prepared to change, if you're not prepared to make some major changes to just who you are, you will have just what you've got. And if you want more or different, then you have to be prepared to change. It's the old adage of Einstein, which is, you know, if you keep doing the same things, don't expect a different result. And what John's prepared to do, I mean really prepared to do at a level that I don't come across many people who are willing to do at the level that John is, is change. Is actually make that fundamental change from who he has been to who he wants to be. And in terms of working with him, with people, John initially wasn't very comfortable with people. In fact, he would honestly and openly admit that if he could spend his whole working career without ever spending time with another person, that's what would make him happiest. But what he's realised very quickly with inside development, with inside business, is that you are only as big a success as you can be because of other people. You, no man is an island. No man can be successful or woman on their own. You need other people. And John's accepted that. No, he's not just accepted it. He's embraced it and said, this is what has to change in me if I really want to be successful in this business. I see that in few people. But in John, I see that in spades. So, hello, John. Hello, Paul. So, let's start at the beginning. Um, when did you first get involved in property? Well, I guess probably about five years ago. I came back from abroad, been abroad for about 10 years. Had a rental property, been rented out... Uh, Fairly successfully for a 10-year period, I then took the property back over and uh, renovated it. It was a minor renovation, basically a bit of paint, uh, do up the kitchen, new flooring and so on. I sold that myself and that was kind of when I suppose I, I, I 
started thinking a bit more seriously about property and doing um, sort of more major renovations. So after that, I did basically a top floor conversion, uh, tenement conversion in Edinburgh, and did that reasonably successfully. There was a few, quite a few teething problems, and then I went on to another one, basically the same thing. And after that, slightly larger project again, developing a, a bungalow, a basement conversion, and a, an extension on, on the rear. And that's kind of when I, um, perhaps I bit off a little bit more than I could chew, uh, and I, I started to realise that... Um, I wasn't as, as good at, at property development as perhaps I thought I was. Um, and that's sort of when I started to look around for, to see what other people were doing. Prior to that, I suppose I'd been trying to do it all myself and started networking a little bit more and uh, sort of reaching out to see what other people were up to, to see if there was anything I could learn from them um, to you know, basically change, change my approach. So, so that was the point where I realised I, I kind of needed some help, um, some guidance, um, because I'd, you know, gone a little bit too deep. Costs had escalated, and things had, had basically got more complex than, than than I was able to sort of deal with on on my own. Yeah. And this is your first new development. This is the first time you you built a house. Exactly. Yep. yep. And this is going to be a new build. Yes. And... Yep. Right. Um, you know, we're obviously we're going to be doing the um, the site preparation. Uh, as well as um, the, the building, the, the, uh, the properties. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's a, it's a totally different, well, it feels like a totally different um, endeavour to, to renovations. Now, I love the fact that we've um, j- we just received the plans, the detailed plans, um, last week, and that's a stage I love. I just look, looking at the, at the detail of it and trying to figure out how that is going to be transferred into, into the reality of, a, of, a, of bricks and mortar. Um, and that is very different to a renovation where... You've got a lot of problems you're trying to deal with from the start, um, you know, with, with a, particularly with an old property. Um, so I like the idea of a you know, clean sheet of paper uh, and able to design something with, with less uh, limitations than, than you would have with the renovation. And why this particular development? Well, uh, I spent quite a lot of time uh, talking to yourself. I think that was a big part of it. Um, you know, I recognised that, that you're significantly ahead of, of myself um, in terms of you know your involvement in development um, and I realised as I was hinting at earlier that I was a little bit out of my depth and I needed guidance uh, coaching you know there was really that, that's kind of been one of the the, the learnings for me the, the, the amount of detail that's involved in, in, in doing something like this a lot of details that I, I perhaps I was blissfully unaware of uh, before um, so um, yeah, essentially, it, I think it was it was those conversations with yourself um, and the development as well, and and the idea of, of having a having a small scale development and being part of that. As Sonny had mentioned, um, it, it's um, it's an opportunity to to get to know and understand uh, how it operates on a slightly larger scale than, for example, if I was doing a, a single build myself. And the location? It's a gorgeous location. Stunning views as you come down in, in, into that valley. Very appealing location um, for myself, and I'm, I'm sure for people who will eventually be lucky enough to, to live in, in that development. Um, you know, it's a very, very much a countryside uh, location. Um, so, yeah, very desirable place to, to do a development and, and, and to live. And, and do you mind me asking you about your funding on this development, how you funded it? Yep. Um, so, 
as I was saying earlier, I'd, I've worked abroad for many years and I managed to um, sort of build up a, a cash pot. So I'm, I'm basically self, self-funding the development. Yeah. And in terms of return, what are you you're hoping for? To what, what sort of returns are you hoping to make? Eighty to ninety thousand um, for, for property. Yeah. And timescales? Nine months would be good, but as long as it's by, finished by the end of the year um, and uh, sold for, for Christmas. That would be fantastic. Yeah. And your biggest learning so far? Innately, I'm focused on the bricks and mortar, the, the, the property side of it. So, you know, the, the big challenge and the big learning for me is, is to focus more, uh, much more, uh, and work much harder on, on, the, on, on the personal side of it in terms of personal development, um, recognising my strengths and, and weaknesses, managing those weaknesses better, and trying to leverage some of those, those strengths um, more effectively. So, yeah, I've, I've basically, you know, prior to this point, I've been a bit transactional in terms of my dealings with, with, with people. I really need to move away from that. Uh, I need to get better at um, observing people, listening to people, understanding people. Um, I mean, it's fundamental if you want to influence others, and, and that, that's what we're all about, really, um, influencing other people uh, to achieve things. As a mantra of mine, it's a mantra I've been saying for a very long time, that it's people, process and property. It's not property, process and people. And would you say that having kind of gone through the experiences you've gone through thus Mm. far, Mm. you're now accepting that that it isn't property and process and people, but it is people first, process second and property third? Exactly. I I just perhaps hadn't appreciated at the start how challenging that would be and that, that's, that, that's for, for me personally I mean it, it's, it's my journey other people would obviously experience things differently but for me the, the, the people side of it has, has been a big challenge and when I say people it's, it's introspection as well and lo- looking at yourself and, and, and trying to be honest uh, with yourself um, you know looking in the mirror uh, and um, seeing yourself for, for what, what you are uh, and until you can do that, you know, you, you don't really know where you're starting from uh, and what you've got to build on and, and work with. So, so that's kind of where I am at the moment. I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I've progressed particularly far with uh, the, the, the people side, it, but it's something I, I know I need to work on, and I, I am focusing on it. Um, but like I said, it, it is extremely challenging. Focusing on that challenge. So what has been your biggest learning, your biggest takeaway, your high on this journey so far, and what's been, what's been the lowest low? Um, a typical Scotsman, so the, the glass is always half half empty. Uh, so, the, so the low, I suppose, is uh, when it kind of started to dawn on me how much I, I need to work on myself uh, if if I'm going to be successful. Uh, at one point, it seemed like there wasn't anything that I I didn't have to work on, you know, in terms of my, myself and, and and some of the some of the weaknesses I, I need to, 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 as I said earlier, to manage, manage better. So that was, that was definitely uh, a bit of a low. The highs, well, I guess getting the shift down was, was a, well, it was a relief, I must admit, because that was a huge part of the demolition. Uh, the, you know, these, at least from my perspective, you know, these are big industrial sheds, uh, huge steel structures, and, um, you know, I'm, I was personally very pleased. We, we got it all down uh, safely, and it, it's all been taken away now to, to, to the site in Glasgow. So, yeah, that was, a, that was a major achievement, I think, for all of us. 
probably one of the biggest stages in, in, in the demolition process. So, yeah, I'd say, I'd say that was probably the high, yeah. And if you're going to share with people today and say to people, look, this is why you should do development, what would that be? Yeah, for me, I think it was the, the challenge of, of building your own house. Uh, that certainly appealed to me. Then there's the financial side of it. It's, it's basically more lucrative in terms of the, the return than, than renovations. And um, with my background in renovations, um, I felt a new build would be easier. You don't have all the limitations of dealing with an existing um, building and all the problems that that entails. Fantastic. Thank you very much, John. No problem. That was great. And I really enjoyed doing that interview back in February with John. And we have a video of that interview as well available on our YouTube channel. Don't forget when it comes to Property Development Live, that you can join us on the Facebook page. You can join us on the YouTube channel and you can join us here on the podcast. If you've ever been interested in development and want to see behind the scenes of what it's really like to be a developer, then join us on this completely free resource. The podcast, the YouTube channel and the Facebook. From me, Paul Merrick. Goodbye.